Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Mark it, mark it, mark the date. The single most damaging thing, bankruptcy Biden, Chaos Joe has said so far during his entire campaign. He said this past weekend in an interview that aired with ABC. Mark it. Said it on Fox. Say it again here. I'll explain. I got that. A pretty stunning interview uh, Lindsey Graham gave on Maria Bartiromo's excellent show on Fox where he just kind of launched a tactical nuke out there, which, of course, the mainstream media avoided because it was about Hillary Clinton. Huge story. I've got that and a lot more. Uh, Today's show brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. My online listeners, they avoid prying eyes when they're on the internet. You know how they do that? They have a VPN. They go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Pick up yours today, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, good to see or hear from you again on this fine Monday. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about you? Good to go? Yeah, we're doing okay. As I was explaining to you, we had a... Yeah, we're going through an interesting thing in my house. Nothing major, no emergency. I tell my audience everything, but a little mm-hmm. bit of a hiccup. We had some plans this week. We got a nice invite to something that we may have to turn down. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it's our anniversary this week. Paul and I would well, live together like 50 years at this point. There you go. And yeah, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. That'll be this week. So we're going to, yeah, it's been a long time. Well, I've been again. She doesn't look nearly that old. But, uh, you know, Duke Cannon will come in handy this weekend. You know the Duke. It'll be date night. So, <laughs> all right, let's get right, right to it. Today's show brought to you by friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Now more than ever, as you all know, it is critical to maintain a healthy diet and immune system. That's why we take Field of Greens to this house. We love it. I'm just going to read my own ad. I love Field of Greens. Forget this. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. You know why? Because I love this stuff. They've been with me from the beginning. And I was actually instrumental in them creating Field of Greens. You know why? I used to take a different vegetable fruit powder. Here's the deal. Seriously, it tasted terrible. And I didn't really feel any different after I took it. So I called up Miles from Brickhouse. True story. And I said, can't you do better than this? I said, I'm looking at this stuff. It looks like a bunch of extract. Extract from fruits and vegetables, not just real fruits and vegetables. So we can do different. Took them probably six months to a year, and they created Field of Greens. What is it? What's the difference? It's real fruits and vegetables, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables ground up into a powder. They basically take the water out, and it's food. If you look on the back of Field of Greens, the powder says nutrition facts, not supplement facts. It's for a reason. It's real food, powerful fruits and vegetables, power you with clean energy. You know, you listen, it, it, everyone, everyone will tell you fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthy, long life. My wife loves it. I love it. We take it every day. I throw it in some green tea, tomato juice, orange juice, whatever. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Get 15% off your first order with promo code Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. It's available in two flavors. They have traditional and wild berry. Both are terrific. Again, health and nutrition are important. You need your fruits and vegetables. Get it in one scoop. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Check it out today. All right. Go Monday, always the start of a long week. So let me just start with this one on a lighter note. Let's ease into the show on Monday. So uh, President Trump was talking to the media this weekend at a press conference where he uh, uh, announced a big, huge breakthrough, by the way, the use of convalescent plasma, which the FDA has now given emergency authorization use for, for the treatment of people with active and severe COVID-19 infections. 
Huge news. Again, it'll go largely ignored by the mainstream media who will pretend Joe Biden thought of it. They'll, Joe, they'll tell you Joe Biden invented it. Joe Biden invented <laughs> convalescent plan. That'll be the media story because they're all hacks. It's just ridiculous. But he opened up. This is you, <laughs> Pay attention. Some of you may get this. Some of you may not. I never throw my wife under the bus because she's great. But she missed this totally this morning. It's a, what, about nine second clip. Here's how President Trump opens up his press conference. And notice what he says to the media. Check this out. Hope you had a great weekend at your convention. And we're going to have a great convention coming up. And I look forward to it. Did you catch her? Can, can we cue that one again? Play that one again. Did you catch her? Hope you had a great weekend at your convention. And we're going to have a great convention coming up. And I look forward to it. <laughs> the password is the, your. Is, the password is your. The password is Fidelia. For those of you who saw Eyes Wide Shut. No, that's the password to get in. What's the new password? <laughs> this guy trolls the. They didn't even get it. Most of them weren't even smart enough to pick up on it. Oh, dude. I hope you had a good time at York. It was the DNC convention. He's talking to the media. Hope you had a good time at York convention. I love this guy. He is. He's just an epic troll every single time. Trust me when I tell you. The media, that went right over their heads. Almost no one got it. We got it. Very good. On an opening note on Monday. All right, let's get to the serious stuff. So, you know, I really love Maria Bartiromo's show on Fox on the weekend. She always gets the best interviews over there. And this weekend was no different. Listen, I'm not a huge fan of Lindsey Graham. He's unfortunately been working at a glacial pace to get to the bottom of Spygate. But when he says something interesting and finds something good, I think we should all applaud it, not run away from it. Oh, no, I hear some people, oh, Lindsey Graham said he's working too slow. All right, great. Well, let's get on him to work faster. But this was a major revelation. Let me play this quick video of his interview on Maria Bartiromo's show where he launches this bomb that they have information now that it was actually Hillary Clinton in 2016 who was the subject of a foreign collusion interference operation. This is nuts. And the FBI knew about it? Check this out. In April of 2015, Hillary makes an announcement, I'm running for president. It was pretty well known. In March of 2015, the FBI finds out about a plot by a foreign government to lobby her campaign and funnel millions of dollars into the Clinton campaign illegally. They open up an investigation. They want a FISA warrant against a Clinton operative who is connected to the foreign government. What happens? The FBI's seventh floor says, we're not going to let you get a warrant until you defensively brief the Clinton campaign. In October of 2015, FBI personnel met with the Clinton campaign to tell her about the problem so she could fix it. They never issued the FISA warrant. That was the right way to do business. What? I'm mean, surely you heard about this on the front page of the New York Times, right? ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. Breaking, Dr you know, Drudge, the left-wing lunatic site with their with with their police sirens. Breaking, Hillary Clinton, subject of an FBI collusion, foreign interference investigation in 2016. You heard about that, right? Of course, if you're not watching this show or you missed Maria Bartiromo's show, no, you haven't heard it. You're watching other shows. You're missing out on the biggest stories of the day. And listen, that's not self-congratulatory, okay? It's not, I'm just giving you the facts that are out there if you're not watching lunatic sites. You're not wasting your time here. 
He, by the way, later in that interview, you can watch the whole excellent thing if you go to Fox News' website or you go to Maria Bartiromo's uh, Twitter feed where she has the full YouTube link. He goes on later to produce paperwork. So just to be clear what Lindsey Graham just said, a far, he didn't say which foreign government, to be clear. We don't know who it was. I suspect it probably wasn't Russia or China, but another foreign government, we don't know if they were friend or foe, whatever it may be, it is illegal for foreign governments to interfere in elections to make donations on behalf of foreign governments. It is illegal to do that. We know that one of them was connected to a Hillary Clinton campaign insider and was trying to launder money into her campaign. Folks, didn't we hear the Trump-Russian collusion, foreign collusion was the big story of 2016? Where is this story? The answer is it's nowhere. It's nowhere but this show and on Fox News. By the way, some of you watch Fox News this morning. I'm super sorry. If you go and watch my clip from Fox this morning, you'll see me like constantly moving my mouth around like that. I ate one of these bars and it had like those little poppy seed things in them. And I could not get this poppy seed. I remember it was driving me crazy. It was driving me nuts on Fox this morning. I could, I was like, this is super annoying. <laughs> but let me go back to this because it's important. You know, listen. I, I the double standard here is absurd. So I, I, I'm trying to list a bunch of other double standards, right? The first one's obvious. We've heard from the media for four years that Trump foreign collusion, Russian collusion, Ukrainian collusion was a huge story. Debunked and entirely discredited as hoaxes. Now we have FBI paperwork showing an FBI investigation was scuttled into a foreign company, a foreign country, excuse me, trying to influence Hillary's operation by laundering money. And if the FBI chose to give Hillary a defensive briefing instead, why not investigate her using FISA? I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking basic questions. Why not? You investigated Trump using the foreign intelligence surveillance courts and spied on him based on a PP dossier that was a documented falsity was a fake, was a fraud. Yet you had real information that a foreign government was trying to influence Hillary Clinton's campaign and you chose to give her a briefing and warn her about it instead and just moved along? You want another double standard here? So Hunter Biden, we know, has inked business deals, Joe Biden's son, business deals with China and companies in Ukraine where he has profited the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Right. Hunter Biden inked them, inked deals, meaning signed them for the liberals listening. Yet the investigation early on centered on Don Trump Jr. and the family for a Trump Tower in Moscow that never even happened and never got past a phone call stage. No ink, no deal. No talk of a deal, but that's a big scandal, according to the left. But the actual business deals where checks were cast for Joe Biden's kid, that's no big deal. Again, that's up there as to why Hillary Clinton got a defensive briefing about a foreign influence operation on her campaign the FBI knew about, but Donald Trump was spied on based on a PP tape that didn't happen. We all know, of course, Mike Flynn was charged with lying by the FBI about sanctions he was never asked about. And despite the fact that the FBI told Jim Comey, the agents, that they didn't think he was being deceptive, kind of hard to lie when they don't think you're being deceptive, right? 
He said he lied about discussing sanctions. They never even asked him about sanctions. They asked him about expulsions. You can read the transcript yourself if you're a liberal having a tough time with, you know, facts and stuff. But when Hillary Clinton's server network guy was asked about people from the Hillary Clinton campaign who called and told him to delete emails, he later admitted to lying. You must say, oh, of course he was charged, right? I mean, Flynn was charged for lying about sanctions he was never asked about, even when the FBI didn't think he was being deceptive. Definitely. Speak like the kids. Deaf, deaf. The guy was definitely charged, right? With lying about the email. No, no, he was given uh, immunity. Hillary Clinton's server guy. Justice. Justice is blind. Yeah, it is blind. Justice is blind to Democrats. Let me give you one more. Foreign collusion. Gosh, foreign collusion's terrible. Trump, you know, gosh, he intersected with a Russian one guy. He had Russian vodka six years ago. Oh, my God. Who did he get it from? Story at six. So now we know there's a foreign government trying to influence Hillary's campaign. We know that. The FBI knew that. Wrote the whole thing off, of course. Didn't bother to investigate her at all. Remember this story, too? I don't want you to forget about this one. Check out this Newsweek story. You know, foreign collusion, all such a big deal when it's Republicans and it's fake. But when it's real and it's Democrats, it's not a story at all. Remember this gem from Newsweek? Newsweek. All the way back in 2015? Newsweek. You know, the left-leaning, used-to-be media organization? Hillary Clinton's big benefactor has trade links with Iran. He does. Who's that? Well, as it turns out, one of Hillary Clinton's biggest donors to the Clinton Foundation was a guy by the name of Victor Pinchuk, a guy she tried to run away from later. Victor Pinchuk donated a lot of money to the Clinton Foundation. You know Pinchuk, the guy who sat on the Atlantic Council, mm -hmm. the Atlantic Council that partnered up with Burisma, the company Hunter Biden worked with. Remember that? So big donors with this Atlantic Council where Jim Clapper, Evelyn Farkas, and others sat on the same Atlantic Council, the same Atlantic Council where the CrowdStrike CEO worked. Ladies and gentlemen, they all know each other. It's the whole subject of my next book, Follow the Money. They all know each other. Just follow the money. But not only that, foreign collusion. Remember, only a big deal if it allegedly involves a GOP guy and a PP tape that didn't happen. But when Hillary Clinton, their biggest donor to the Clinton Foundation, has these shady business deals with the Iranians, this is Newsweek, by the way. This isn't Bongino.com. This is all to be ignored. Let me quote Newsweek from 2015. Enemies of Hillary Clinton waiting to discredit her bid for the White House are likely to seize, use Republicans pounce, Republicans pounce, are likely to seize on news that one of the biggest benefactors to the Clinton Foundation has been trading with Iran and may be in breach of U.S. sanctions imposed on the country. Oh my gosh, isn't that weird? Hmm. Crazy how that happens. Big donor, Clinton Foundation. Shady deal with Iran for a company he owns, Interpipe, where he's selling uh, pipe over there. Weird. Weird how that influence operation works. Pinchuk, same guy who owns the company, big friend to Hillary Clinton, big donor Hillary Clinton, has shady business deals with Iran. Also hires a lobbyist, Doug Schoen. Doug Schoen then sets up, uh, sets up meetings between a Ukrainian lawmaker who doesn't like Trump at all, Olga Bilkova. Sets up meetings with Bilkova and David Kramer. Remember him from the McCain Institute? 
and a, a couple of members of the National Security Council, you know, where the whole Ukrainian uh, fake impeachment thing originated from. Ladies and gentlemen, if your head is spinning, just know this, it shouldn't. These people all know each other. They have been committed to taking down Trump from day one. And if you just follow the money, you'll see it's all big one foreign collusion scheme with Democrats like Hillary Clinton and her foreign partners to take down Trump and create lies so that her friendship with this guy supplying pipes to the Iranians is never uncovered. Nor is the foreign government, as Lindsey Graham said in the interview, that's trying to influence Hillary Clinton, was trying to influence her last campaign. They don't want you to find out any of this. So the very same people involved in the collusion with the Iranians and the shady business deals pay to send people over here to create fake stories about Trump so he won't uncover it. My whole book is this. This is literally in the appropriate use of the word, the theme of my entire next book. If you follow the money, it's so obvious what's going on. All right. I got a loaded show for you. Let me get to my second sponsor because I want to motor through this with Biden. Who Now you see why they're hiding him in the basement. Because <laughs> every time Joe creeps his head out of the basement, here I am. He says something so stupid, <laughs> it sabotages his own campaign. Stay in the basement. Seriously. If I'm, here's some advice for you. Terrible. All right. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Tommy John. Hey, you want to know the secret to staying sweat-free this summer? Tommy John's ultra-breathable underwear and bras. They have a range of summer-ready, breathable options. But they're cool cotton underwear for men and women. It's like having your own on-body AC. Rocking the Reds from Christmas. I was checking. I wear Tommy John's all the time. The Reds. I got them at Christmas. They're very popular in this house. Tommy John's Cool Cotton is made from premium, natural Pima cotton for enhanced airflow and evaporates sweat super fast, keeping you drier, cooler, and more comfortable than regular cotton. If you want to add some chill to your cheeks when summer heats up, choose Tommy John's Cool Cotton Underwear. The best. The best. There's one downside to Tommy John. If you have other underwear, you're going to wear these, wash these, and you're going to put them at the top of the underwear drawer and you're never going to wear the other ones again. So you might as well just throw the other ones out. I'm serious. You'll never wear them again. All of Tommy John's layers are built for next level comfort. Whether you're on the hunt for lounge pants, lazy day joggers, or the softest Zoom ready tees and polos you've ever worn, Tommy John has you covered. Upgrade to Tommy John today with enhanced designs that are super breathable and way more comfortable than anything else out there. You're not going to be able to wear another pair again. It's going to feel like you're wearing sandpaper with anything other than Tommy John. They're so confident in their underwear. If you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund with the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guaranteed. Tommy John. For a limited time, go to TommyJohn.com slash Dan to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Dan for 20% off. Tommy John. Dot com slash Dan for 20% off. Don't forget, we love uh, Tommy John. Big supporters. The great, great uh, women's gear, too. Don't forget to check that out. All right, so moving on. It's Monday morning sometimes. <laughs> so much stuff. I get a little overloaded, folks. And sometimes brain short circuits a little bit. If you only saw the outtakes on that last one, you'd probably laugh hysterically. Paul is like, what did you just do? Joe's like, huh? Joe's been in radio a long time. He's like, you're only 45, bro. You had a Joe Biden moment. That was seriously classic outtake. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of these days we'll do a weekend show. You'll, you'll see. It was funny. All right. So Joe Biden gave an interview with ABC, and now you see why the Democrats want to hide him in the basement. Um, they don't want this guy going anyway. They don't want, if you remember those Lord of the Rings things, they don't want him to leave the Shire. Don't leave the Shire. 
Bilbo, stay in the Shire, whatever. Don't leave the Shire. Because every time Joe Biden leaves the basement and gives an interview, disaster ensues immediately. You don't believe me? I'm Listen, on a very serious note, trust me. Trust me here. I'm begging you. Joe Biden has said a lot of dumb things during the campaign. You ain't black. All the racial stuff, all the nonsense, his, his, his lies about taxes, a lot of bad things that I think will hurt him. This right here will be the single most damaging thing he has said this entire campaign. I have absolutely no doubt. I'm going to play it. And on the other side, I don't even need to tell you why, but I'll tell you why anyway. Check this out. Sworn in come January, and we have coronavirus and the flu combining, which many scientists have said is a real possibility. Would you be prepared to shut this country down again? I would be prepared to do whatever it takes to save lives because we cannot get the country moving until we control the virus. That is the fundamental flaw of this administration's thinking to begin with. In order to keep the country running and moving and the economy growing and people employed, you have to fix the virus. You have to deal with the virus. So if the scientists say, shut it down? I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists. Folks, this is, I, I cannot emphasize to you in strong enough terms how destructive this is going to be to Joe Biden. One, we knew that's what he would do because Joe Biden is an empty slate. He doesn't, folks, he's not there. I'm very sorry, but he's not there. I don't wish ill will on anyone. The guy is not there. He is a blank slate, an empty vessel. He is a blank canvas that Bernie Sanders, AOC, and other radical leftists, he's chosen to surround himself with. It's not me giving you a talking point are going to paint on that canvas whatever they want. And what they want, I promise, is not going to be what you want. And what they want is they want shutdowns until they can get local governments and uh, that may lean conservative or Republican and the federal government to cave to their demands higher taxes, the destruction of wealth. That's what they're all about. How do you think that sounds? I would lock it down again to a restaurant owner. An, an athletic, uh, say some, some athletic team that just got back on the field. How do you think that sounds to a local hardware store owner who just got his door open again? Is barely, barely, maybe he's slightly, slightly in the black now after being in the red for three months of this plague disaster imposed upon us. You're going to lock it down again? I'm telling you right now on the fence voters, this will be, mark that date. This will be the single most destructive thing Joe Biden has said so far. Now, I've got an article coming up later. It's an important one from the UK Daily Mail showing how these lockdowns are basically a disaster. There's no evidence that they've done anything to improve public health. There's not even a lot of evidence they've done anything to stop the stem of the coronavirus spread. No less improve public health overall. I've got an article from there comparing it to Sweden. I'm going to get to later. It's important. I want to throw some facts in there too. You know, facts, something liberals have an allergy to, how we've seen cardiomyopathies, substance abuse, depression, threats of suicide, Cancer diagnoses going uh, undiagnosed, all because of these dreadful lockdowns. It gets worse. 
You know, I appeared on Judge Jeanine's show Saturday night, and I said to you, and I'll say it again, Biden's not a nice guy. Doesn't mean I wish ill will on anyone cognitively, because I don't. But I don't want to hear either how, oh, gosh, Uncle Joe, the Scranton kid, Notre Dame fighting Irish guy, Scranton kid, Scrappy Joe. He's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. He's a bad guy who's done a lot of really bad things. He has lied throughout his entire career. He is a serial plagiarist. He's been accused of plagiarism his entire life. He's been accused of lying his entire life. I got a video coming up in a minute. Sped up. I'll play it in a minute. Hat tip, by the way, at Embrace More on Twitter, who gave us permission to use it. Thank you very much. But it's sped up. I got this in a minute. The guy plagiarizes everything, including Joe himself. <laughs> Even when Biden's not busy plagiarizing others, he's plagiarizing his own speeches because he's never had an original thought. He lied about being shot at in Iraq. He lied about being arrested going to see Nelson Mandela. He lied when he told everyone he marched in the civil rights movement. He did not march in the civil rights movement. I, 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 I said the past week, that's the kind of thing you think you'd remember, right? Kind of a pivotal moment in U.S. history. Yeah. This incredible march for civil rights in the face of such extreme adversity and violence. You think you'd remember that, right? Joe, yeah, I was there. You weren't there <laughs> your kids involved in these shady deals in china and ukraine while your vice president and point man in ukraine you're in the oval office as you're setting up to frame donald trump and mike flynn using the logan act and it's your suggestion biden's a sleazy guy he's not a good guy i'm very sorry to break the news to liberals out there oh he's harmless we're voting for him because he won't damage us like trump did damage what you just don't like his twitter feed before the plague hit us, the economy was doing great, and so was the country. He's not a nice guy. You want proof? Here's video number two from his David Muir interview. Or Moore, I don't know how to say his name. At ABC. I'm not doing it intentionally. Is it Muir? Moore? I, I don't know. I don't watch his show. ABC was going to ask the tough questions. They didn't ask anything. It was a garbage fluff interview. Trump goes on Fox. He gets hammered by certain interviews. He did. This guy, Biden, goes on ABC, uh, you know, he sits there and, and, and it's a bunch of softballs, a bunch of bunts. Listen to this go on challenge where Biden again repeats the myth that when Trump was talking about Charlottesville and what happened in Charlottesville, that Trump said there were fine people on both sides. And notice how he leaves out the entire context of what Trump said. And it goes nearly unchallenged completely. Check this out. No president has ever used those words. And no president has said people coming out of fields with torches and, and spewing anti-Semitic bile and met by people who oppose them and someone dies and he says they're good people on both sides. No president of the United States has ever said anything like that. Ever. Biden's actually telling the truth there. He is. Dan, you just said he was lying. No, he said no president of the United States has ever said anything like Yeah, he's right. Including Trump. That statement he made, although intended to be a lie, Biden can't even lie right. That's how not there Biden is. He's trying to lie about Trump, insinuating that Donald Trump called white supremacists a fine people. And he can't even lie right. No president's ever said that. You're right, including Trump. Here's the proof. We have to read this quote again for the umpteenth thousandth time. Quote, Donald J. Trump. 
I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than the neo-Nazis and white nationalists. Okay? Now, David Muir, Moyer, Muiri, whatever his name is, probably read that quote. He probably knows Joe Biden's trying to lie, but he's not smart enough to do so. And David Muiri doesn't really care. Just lets it go. Because he wants it out there that Trump was calling neo-Nazis fine people. It's a lie. It's what Joe Biden does. That's the kind of person, human being, Joe Biden is. A liar, a plagiarist, a serial liar, an opportunist, and a corruptocrat who has leveraged his, his, his political connections and positions his entire career to enrich himself and his family. A man with no skills other than lying. You don't believe me? You still think, oh, he's so wonderful and great. He's always harmless. He's harmless. Scranton kid. The Scranton kid. Here's a video. Again, hat tip Embrace Moore on Twitter, who uh, I saw this on his account. This may be a little tough for you audio listeners to follow a little bit, but not too bad. And if you want to watch the video, youtube.com slash Bungie. It's a little over a minute, minute and a half. This is Joe, it's sped up intentionally. This is not... It's done this way on purpose because it goes on for a long time. The whole video is five minutes. We had to cut it. This is Joe Biden's speech at the DNC this past week with Joe Biden's speech years ago at the DNC. And you'll notice, again, it's sped up, that it sounds like the exact same speech hitting the exact same points because Joe Biden has never had an original thought in his entire life. Here's Joe Biden plagiarizing Joe Biden. Check this out. Barack Obama has worked his way up. He is the great American story. Senator Kamala Harris, she's a powerful voice for this nation. Her story is the American story. That work is more than a paycheck. It's dignity. A job is about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's respect. It's about whether or not you can look your child in the eye and say, we're going to be all right. It's about respect. It's about your place in the community. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay and mean it. My dad, my dad who fell on hard times. You know, my dad was an honorable, decent man. He got knocked down a few times pretty hard. Always told me though, champ, when you get knocked down, get up, get up. But he always got back up. He worked hard, and he built a great middle-class life for our family. And why he'll make college more affordable. That's the change we need. And where cost doesn't prevent young people from going to college, and student debt doesn't crush them when they get out. Barack Obama, Barack Obama will transform the economy by making alternative energy a national priority. An opportunity for America to lead the world in clean energy and create millions of new good-paying jobs in the process. And in the process, creating 5 million new jobs. With 5 million new manufacturing and technology jobs. For security, back in Social Security. If I'm your president, we're going to protect Social Security and Medicare. And he'll never, ever, ever give up until we achieve equal pay for women. With equal pay for women. Barack Obama. Barack Obama will bring down health care costs by $2,500 for the average family. With a health care system that lowers premiums, deductibles, drug prices. Barack Obama will reform our tax code. He will cut taxes for 95% of the American people who draw a paycheck. That's the change we need. Because we don't need a tax code. That rewards wealth more than it rewards work. Folks, remember when the world used to trust us, when they looked to us for leadership. I'll be a president who will stand with our allies and friends and make it clear to our adversaries the days of cozying up to dictators is over. We will hold Russia accountable for its actions. Under President Biden, America will not turn a blind eye to Russian bounties on the heads of American soldiers. The American people are ready. I am ready. Barack is ready. So the question for us is simple. Are we ready? I believe we are. And this is the time as Americans together. We get back up. Back up together. Let us begin. You and I together. This is our time. This is America's time. This is our moment to make hope and history rhyme. It defines who we are as a people. And now, and now it's in jeopardy. I know it. You know it. You know, all elections are important. We know in our bones this one is more consequential. These are extraordinary times. This is an extraordinary election. And now history has delivered us to one of the most difficult moments America's ever faced. Is that amazing? That goes on, by the way, for five minutes. That's why it's sped up. 
It's not, again, it's not an error. Paula's like, this thing's, Paula was ready to be a, start ripping on Joe. Joe, what'd you do? You screwed up the whole video. That's how the video is. The guy that put it together, mm -hmm. is uh, Embrace More, did it that way intentionally just to fit in more content. That He sped it up on purpose. That's Joe Biden giving the exact same speech in 2008 and 2020. The same speech. It's not a joke. It's the same speech. This guy has never had an original thought. Say what you will about Donald Trump on the left. It is very, very difficult to catch Donald Trump ever giving the exact same speech twice. Why? Because he always goes off the teleprompter. Says what he means, because whatever's in his head, that's what he's going to say. Biden has never had an original thought in his entire life. That is devastating. Is it going to damage Biden? No, nobody actually believes Biden's had an original thought. But it is, again, more evidence that this guy is not, you know, the Scranton kid, some kind of change. He's not, he's not a good guy. He's a liar. And he keeps repeating this myth that he's not going to hike your taxes. Only on people, that came up in the interview too, but in the interest of time. I'm not going to hike your taxes if you make $400,000 or more. That is not true. He's already threatened to repeal the Trump tax cut, said he's going to do it. And if he gets a Democrat Senate majority, he will, meaning your taxes are going to go up by three to four percentage points because that's why they were cut with under the President Trump tax cuts. That's just a fact. He's lying. If you are a middle class person in middle class tax brackets, if you're in the lower income tax bracket, your taxes are going up on Biden. That's a, uh, if Biden gets elected. That is a fact, a hardcore documented Grind it into stone fact. Why do you believe this guy? He's saying contradictory things. All right, moving on. Uh, let me get to my next sponsor. I got this red state story by a writer I've become increasingly fond of over there. I don't know who it is, but I have a general idea. He goes under the nom de plume shipwreck crew, but some of his writing has been absolutely fantabulacular. That's fantabulous, fantastic fabulous and spectacular all at the same time. He's got an interesting thought on why John Brennan was interviewed by John Durham this weekend in Virginia. I'll go anywhere. Today's show about to be our friends. Also our last sponsor today, iTarget 2020s reminded us about the importance of self-reliance as it ever. We've seen COVID and a lot of civil unrest. We're seeing it all the time. I got a video. It's going to disturb you later too. It's bringing out the worst in a lot of people. You have to learn how to protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen, and properly train. The police can't be everywhere all at once. We know that. iTarget Pro is one of the best ways to dry fire train with your firearm at home using their proprietary app and their laser round. It's convenient, safe, and will save you a ton of money on ammunition. Plus, you don't need to wear a mask to use it. You don't have to go to the range. You don't have to be around anyone, folks. Dry fire training. You know what that is? It's when you safely unload your firearm. You check, you check it twice. Always, of course, in a safe direction. And you depress the trigger on a safely unloaded weapon. You practice your trigger control, your sight alignment, your sight picture, your reaction speed, uh, your ability to access your firearm from the holster. You can do that with a safely unloaded weapon in a safe direction in a safe place. It's called dry fire training. What's the problem with dry fire training? The firearm's dry. It's only you don't know where the round would have landed on the target. iTarget Pro has that solved for you. It will give you a laser round. It comes with a laser round and a target. It emits a laser. You'll now see when you're dry firing that firearm exactly where those rounds would have landed and how well you're doing. You overcompensating? 
You're trying to adjust to the recoil of the firearm, you'll know. You'll see your rounds will go low. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping with their offer code DAN. Don't let circumstances dictate whether or not you're going to train. Take back control of your life and your proficiency with your firearm with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, by the way. iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Use offer code DAN, get 10% off plus free shipping. All right, so as I told you, this is a... a writer I've become increasingly fond of, writing over at Red State. What a good get over there. Um, it goes under Shipwreck Crew. And I had this piece up at Red State this week. And it's really, really good. A lot of the Spygate folks who uh, are on Twitter and uh, and uh, Parler and, and Facebook and on blogs as well find his writing to be really interesting. And I encourage you to check it out. Check out this piece at Red State. It'll be in the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. That's the website to access the show notes. You can subscribe. We email you these articles every day, of course, always free. We strongly recommend you do that. Red State, John Brennan was put in a perjury trap yesterday, a completely legitimate one, by shipwrecked crew. What happened here? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following my show for years, you know John Brennan is the puppet master of the spying operation on the Donald Trump campaign. You have any doubt? Here's the key to this whole thing, because I get a lot of questions about Brennan, and understandably, in an hour show, if I don't do the whole show on Spygate, it is very difficult, given the details, to make everything seem and and flow seamlessly. That probably is a more precise way to say it. I want to just give you a quick overview, because the overview matters. Why is Brennan in trouble? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Brennan has said under oath, he did not see the PP tape dossier that they used to spy on Trump. He has already said under oath and multiple times on the air that he did not see the contents of the PP dossier until December of 2016. Ladies and gentlemen, that is impossible. He is lying. How do we know he's lying? Because he briefed members of Congress and the Senate in August of 2016, before December, when he says he saw the dossier, about what? About the dossier. This is not hard to understand. Forget the details for today. I just want to give you an overview so you understand why the interview this past week of John Brennan by the investigator into the case, John Durham, the AUSA who's looking into this whole thing on behalf of the Justice Department, is so troubling for Brennan. Is he going to wind up in handcuffs? I have no idea. I'm out of that game. I've been disappointed a million times. I'm simply telling you what the problem is and the problem he's going to have to deal with is if the Justice Department does something about it, I can't control that. But he is in real trouble. He's on the record saying, I didn't see the PP dossier stuff until December. Well, if you didn't see it till December, how is it that you briefed Harry Reid about that stuff you said you didn't saw, said you didn't see, saw, seesaw? How is it that you briefed Harry Reid in August? August is before December for the liberals listening. December, August. August, December. December, August. You get it? It's before you didn't see it till December. How'd you know about it in August? Of course he knew about it. He just lied. Because he's trying to hide the fact. Get ready. It's dot, dot, dot moments. He's trying to hide the fact that he marshaled this whole thing. He's the puppet master. The entire idea to spy on the Trump team was hatched by Brennan and Obama's team. It's transparently obvious at this point. 
Brennan couldn't spy on Donald Trump because he's a U.S. citizen or his team members. Remember, there's a lot of members of his team, too. So as a way to get around U.S. laws against spying on American citizens without a warrant, he used foreigners to do the same. Because foreign governments, they didn't have to buy their foreign governments. They're not the United States government. U.S. laws don't mean anything to them. He used the United Kingdom, Five Eyes countries, and others, John Brennan, to spy on them for him. All that stuff he knew, he knew way before the dossier was put down on paper. And although John Brennan may not have seen the paper dossier until December, the information that was in there, Donald Trump with the, you know, the gross stuff we keep talking about, Donald Trump colluding with the Russians to get the WikiLeaks emails through Michael Cohen, it was all made up. So he knew about that long ago, Brennan. And he's been lying the whole time. So why does it matter where he was interviewed? The fact that he was interviewed for eight hours, by the way, eight hours, should say to you that this probably wasn't a, hey, how you doing interview? You know the, hey, how you doing interview? A lot of cops out there, you know, you bring in a bad guy. You're not sure if he's the guy or not. So you bring him in. That kind of, hey, how you doing interview? Hey, how are you? What do you, what do you know about that? You know, if, if he's a little shady, you bring him back. But if you think he's, you know, you think he's being on the up and up, you let him go. This was not a, hey, how you doing interview? This was a, how you doing interview? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Old New York City Queens style. <laughs> Let's go to Shipwreck Cruise. Uh, screenshot from his piece. <sighs> so he was interviewed in CIA, uh, CIA building in Virginia. Well, why does that matter? It says DOJ and FBI headquarters are in Washington, D.C. CIA headquarters is in Langley, Virginia. He says, if you're geographically challenged, you can read the distinction as United States District Court, District of Columbia versus United States District Court for the Eastern District of Virginia. Oh, why would that matter? And it goes on. Because if John Brennan offered any false, an false answers to the investigators' questions during the interview, the venue for that false statement crime charge is the Eastern District of Virginia, not in D.C. federal court, which would likely be packed with a bunch of Trump haters, which we've seen before. I don't know that's the motivation. But based on prior work by shipwreck crew at Red State, it's a pretty interesting thing to throw out there. Hey, we'd like to talk to you in Virginia. I should have flown him out to Wyoming and talked to him there, where you get, you get <laughs> honest people on a court. Listen, you can still get honest people in the, in the District of Virginia. There's ways to filter out people who are biased to admit it, but it's tough. You want to be, you know, you want to be in a, in a, in a district that has 90% of people can't stand Trump, or you want to be in a district where you're going to get a 50-50 shot at justice. Interesting. Is that why? Another thing. So after the interview, some Nick Shapiro guy starts tweeting out as if he has access to Brennan. Interesting that Brennan didn't tweet anything out after the interview. Did you notice that? He used some kind of a spokesman. This guy, Nick Shapiro, is like, no worries, folks. Johnny B. Brennan is not a target and not a subject. How do you know that? Are you really sure of that? Because Brennan, I noticed Brennan didn't tweet that out. He was interviewed for eight hours, folks. You think Durham doesn't know what I know? He knows a lot more, I promise you. You think Durham's team isn't asking him, how is it that you knew about that information you told Harry Reid in August of 2016 that was in the dossier, but you said you didn't know about the dossier until September? How exactly did you get that? By the way, any false statements, we will charge you. 
Fascinating how Brennan's determined through this spokesman Twitter guy, Nick Shapiro, that I was not a target or subject at all. Another part of the red state piece here, which is interesting. He says, third, this is the author here, Shapiro's statement, talking about this guy, Nick Shapiro, his, his statement claims that Brennan was told by Durham that he is neither a target nor a subject, that he's only a witness to events under review. Huh. He says, maybe that's true, but it doesn't sound true to me. Again, it's the author talking. And the statement does not say that comment was made to Brennan yesterday before the interview took place. Fascinating, isn't it? When was that said to him ever? Or was it said to him a long time ago? Was it said to him months ago? And all of a sudden, remember, you can be a non-subject, non-target of an investigation and be a target right quick. Yeah. Right quick, man. All you got to do is say one thing. And all of a sudden, you're a target too. Didn't Mike Flynn find that out? After his investigation was shut down by the FBI, almost. They're like, no, no, let's just go interview him. Yeah, but we don't have anything on him. We'll find something. Don't worry. Of course, that was illicit and probably illegal what they did to him, especially the leaks. This is totally on the up and up. So even if Brennan, through his spokesperson or whatever, is telling you he's not a target, I'd be skeptical hugely skeptical of that little snippet of info. All right, a lot more to get to. Um, interesting article in the UK Daily Mail, shifting gears a little bit about these lockdowns. I want to kind of go back and forth and fit a lot of stuff in. But, you know, Biden wants to lock it down again, of course, because that's what Biden does. He's, again, an empty vessel for stupid policies. So if the first bankruptcy didn't get you, don't worry, folks. Bankruptcy will definitely get you next time when bankruptcy Biden takes over the economy, God forbid, in January of the coming year. Now, how effective were these lockdowns? They were just spectacular because, as we can see, Sweden, that did not lock down their economies. You know that? Their schools stayed open. They encouraged distancing and hand washing, but their businesses stayed open. Their shops stayed open. Do you know that? They weren't required to wear masks. Sweden was clearly a disaster. Out of control, Joe. Everybody's dead in Sweden, right? It's like 28 days oh, later. Man. I'm wrong. Daily Mail article <laughs> you can find in the show notes today. Daily Mail. We always laugh, right, Paula? The longest headlines ever in the day. It's a whole article. You don't have to read the article. That's a great part about the Daily Mail. This is the headline, right? Joe, you see it too, right? Yeah. This is the whole headline. No lockdown, no masks, no hysteria, no problem. Sweden didn't go into a corona coma and it's living in glorious normality. Now, Dominic Sandbrook asks, is this proof we got it all terribly wrong? Dominic Sandbrook, the Daily Mail. Sweden did none of that. No lockdowns. Just simple. Wash your hands. Be cautious. Stay away from sick people. Isolate the elderly. We're not shutting anything down. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead. We're not going to mandate it. Listen, I'm not holding them up as some utopia. They had a pretty high death rate. They were not spared the deadly ramifications of the disease. But you would think that they didn't lock down, that this lockdown would have made Sweden some basket case for Corona. And ladies and gentlemen, that's not the case at all. Look at this chart. For those listening on audio, this is fascinating. There's two charts here. One is the cases and one is the deaths. The top is deaths. You notice in April, around April 24th, the end of April, beginning of May, the deaths from coronavirus peak. What happens after that? 
gosh, no masks, no lockdowns, no schools. Clearly it kept going up. Well, no, it wouldn't because then I wouldn't have used the word peak. It goes down dramatically to the point now where Sweden's cases are down. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't want to say to zero, although it looks like it reached kind of a lower asymptote there, but damn close to zero in new deaths. Here's another one. Average coronavirus cases. So cases, not just deaths. Over seven days in Sweden. Again, hits a peak and drops dramatically. Dramatically. Folks, they didn't lock down at all. Now, there's a fascinating piece in the Wall Street Journal today. I didn't include it uh, in the show because it's um, behind a paywall. But just some quick takeaways, so I'm properly crediting it. Here's some things that did happen in lockdowns. So we know it didn't make Sweden a basket case at all. They had deaths. They had cases. They still have cases. But yet their economy wasn't crushed. Their schools stayed open. They're managing to survive. From the Wall Street Journal today. The Journal of the American Medical Association, respected medical journal, right? I think leftists and people on the right would agree. Identification of new cancers, finding people's cancer cases early, down 46%, 46.4 to be precise. In other words, people who are locked down, not able to go to the hospital for voluntary procedures and for screenings, they miss the initial stages of their cancers. Some of them aren't going to make it because of that. Here's another one. Cleveland Clinic. Stress cardiomyopathy. Up fourfold. The CDC. 13% more people report, are reporting uh, uh, substance abuse during these lockdowns due to depression. You want Biden in office again? You want more of this? Substance abuse, depression, cancer screenings down, food supply shortages, national bankruptcy, depression, suicidal ideation, heart problems, other illnesses going undetected. You want more of this? Lockdowns, no evidence you're going to get a result anywhere worse than if you didn't lock down at all and just took basic measures. Ladies and gentlemen, Listen, a guy, an author I've respected for a long time, I disagree with somewhat on some things lately, but Nassim Taleb, who wrote the book, The Black Swan, I used to drive Joe crazy with, one of the best books I ever read. I was listening to him on a podcast not that long ago, and he's big into masks. That's fine. I mean, he's, he makes a pretty good case. But he said, we already know how this thing is spreading. Super spreader events. And it's on, on the death front, it's killing people who are largely 55 and older with comorbidities. We know that. So if we isolate and protect people who are 55 and older, take extra measures with them, allocate our resources there, and put a hold on super spreader events, large, indoor, not properly ventilated gatherings, we haven't solved the problem, but we've mitigated it without leading to substance abuse, depression, suicides, cancer out of control, and heart problems killing off more people than if we wouldn't have just left the thing alone altogether. We know what works. Why are we not doing it? 
because it's Biden and he doesn't care. He's catering to teachers unions and other people who have anti-business, anti-free market interests who want to crush our economy to bring about a new liberal Democrat tomorrow where the government leads the way. It's not a conspiracy theory. Listen to Biden himself. Oh, yeah, I'd lock it down again. The scientists told me. Which scientists exactly? Scott Gottlieb, the panic guy, everything keeps touting these these studies to get the, the studies he doesn't even read the details on. It's frustrating. All right, I've got a couple more stories to get to. Again, switching gears because it's Monday. Did you see this story in Breitbart? Folks, again, because it's Hillary Clinton, just like the story from Lindsey Graham, you like how we bookend that, opened up the show with Lindsey Graham. Hillary Clinton may have been the subject of a foreign influence operation and money laundered into her campaign. Haven't heard anywhere in the media about that. Have you Have you heard anywhere about this story either? Breitbart, Ghislaine Maxwell's nephew. Who's Ghislaine Maxwell, folks? Pop quiz. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman. Yep. You know Epstein. The plane, the perv island, that one. Ghislaine Maxwell's nephew worked at Hillary Clinton's State Department. Huh? What? Imagine if that story was about Donald Trump. Imagine the story is reversed. Ghislaine Maxwell hires Donald Trump's nephew. That would be on the front page of every liberal media rag all over the globe. So Hillary Clinton's State Department employed me. Check this out. So this is from OK Magazine, right? They're reporting uh, Hillary Clinton, ex-Secretary of State, quote, gifted Ghislaine Maxwell's nephew, Alexandra DeHarasi, a position within her department when he was just out of college and gave him, quote, special treatment. Huh. What? Folks, as I've told you and I'll say again, the relationship between Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein is one of the biggest scandals of our time. It's worse than you know. He has been on that plane and he's never really answered questions, Bill Clinton that is, about what exactly went down on Jeffrey Epstein's plane with those girls, girls. Not women, they were girls. What went down on that plane? What went down on that island? Why is Hillary Clinton Clinton hiring Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman, her nephew, for a special position in the State Department. I don't know. I know some people do know, though. I know other people know things. Hopefully, they'll be ready to talk soon. It's not my information to share. If I had it, I'd give it to you. But I know people know things. A lot of people. All right, on a very disturbing note, I want to play for you a video. This is important. I want you to listen if you're one of our audio listeners. Listen in the background. There was a uh, police use of force incident in Wisconsin last night. And um, of course, we had to have riots afterwards. I, I just can't understand why Democrats can't speak out against this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a process for reviewing police use of force incidents. There's no excuse, none, zero. 
go out in the street and riot. This was not a protest. This was a riot. We're not going to play euphemism games and word games on the show um, in an effort to virtue signal to the left. Look, this show's safe. We're going to call them protests. They're not protests when police officers get bricked in the head. Um, bricked in the head. What does that mean? It means exactly what it sounds like when you throw a brick at a police officer in his head and you attempt to murder him. That's kind of an attempted murder. No brick head. Not a ping pong ball, not a tennis ball. He can get hit with a nerf uh, with a brick in the head. Now, caution to our viewers at home on YouTube. Um, if you have children, this video is a little disturbing. The audio listeners, you can hear it, though, that afterwards, after this police officer in the middle of a riot after a use of force incident by police in Wisconsin, you'll notice that the surrounding crowd isn't wasn't want to help the police officer. It's a don't worry, mostly peaceful protest, right? They don't want to help the police officer. They're sitting there celebrating it. And some of them got to get out their iPhones and make sure they get it on video, too. Don't help. the. Don't worry about that. This is an attempted murder of a police officer on tape. Again, for those with you know, viewing uh, young eyes at home, young eyeballs, you may want to uh, ask them to turn away for a minute. All right. Check this out. happening to this place man i mean seriously in in, 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 in did, did you ever in 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 a thousand years think you'd live in a country where it's okay to attempt to murder a police officer attempt to murder him and the people surrounding it would be like yeah we got him f the police he got bricked in the head like they're celebrating it you hear the guy in the background yeah yeah on what planet do you think that's okay? Where are the Democrats on this? Have you heard their statements this morning? Have you anyone? Anyone? I'm look, I was searching through social media everywhere. Parlor, Twitter, Facebook, Google. Where, where are the Democrats on this? Some of the attempted murder of a police officer saying getting bricked in the head as everyone's yelling, F the police. Yeah. Videotaping it, make sure they get it on tape. So if he dies, they want to make sure they have it on tape. You know, you need a record of that, of course. What, for evidence? No, no, to go put it on some dreadful website and celebrate. When is, what's the red line for you if you're a liberal? I'm serious. Regardless of who you're voting for. So some of you, I know I can't get through on issues. You really believe Biden's going to cut your taxes and take care of your kid's special school or charter school. But I, I, I can't argue facts. You're, you're immune to them. It's obvious. You know, your business is going to be locked down with Biden in his own words. But at what point do you say to yourself, like, yeah, that's kind of weird that I'm part of liberal America and we're bricking police officers and you can't get any liberal to really say anything about it. You don't put, you, you doubt me, by the way, when they do, do you ever notice what they, just watch any cable news channel, watch the liberal talking heads. 
they'll say, yeah, I, I condemn that. But, but there's always a but. But we have to remember most of the people there were mostly peaceful. No, 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 they weren't. Those weren't mostly peaceful people. Those were rioters who attempted to murder a police officer as others videotaped it and screamed F the police. Watch. Pay a close eye and a close ear to the talking heads on cable news channels when they discuss incidents like this. That's really bad. But let me just say, we have to really focus on police injustice and no, no, no. We can do that. That's a separate topic. That's not what this is about. You attempted to murder a police officer in front of a screaming crowd, cheering it on. Where's that on the news today? You see it anywhere? Where is it? You see it anywhere? Of course not. Of course not. Dopey governor, what, Tony Evers in Wisconsin? Where's he? Was he? Was he? Oh, I condemn it. But let me just tell you, we got to really focus on the police. No, no. No, no. We, we, we've already had that conversation. You're not interested in that conversation either on the left. All right. I do only fit this one last article in. I had a lot more to get to, but this is important. It's a bit of good news because that's really devastating and tough for me to take, especially when my brothers and sisters who put the blue uniform on have to deal with this kind of stuff. Folks, the Wall Street Journal has a really strong article out today about don't get baited in with these polls again. I'm out of the predictions business. I'm just telling you the polls were really, really bad in 2016. Not so much the national ones, but the state-level polls. They may be wrong again. I'm going to hit a few highlights, but here's this article. Wall Street Journal, Trump trails Biden, but polls show the president has some strengths. Some good news, so you're not depressed on a Monday. Quickly, we'll motor through these. Number one, what about the polls may be leading people astray? Here's takeaway number one. White voters, an improved image among white voters. Quote, among white voters, Mr. Trump lags behind his 2016 vote shares recorded by exit polls. But in a sign of improvement, white voters in the most recent journal NBC News survey were divided almost equally between positive and negative views of the president. Well, why is that interesting? Because four years ago, negative views significantly outweighed positive ones amongst white voters, 54 to 35. Something's wrong here with these polls. Let's go to takeaway number two. Ah, oh, that's just white voters. What about Hispanic voters? Don't worry. That's what I'm here for. He's holding steady with Hispanic voters. Mr. Trump trails his 2016 support levels amongst many groups polling finds. But among Hispanic voters, by contrast, he appears to have maintained or even improved his standing. Some 31% of the nation's largest ethnic or racial minority groups say they will back the president. Slightly higher than his 28% in 2016. You missed it, Paula. I'm just saying. White voters, Hispanic voters. Let's see where else these polls may be off. GOP loyalty. Check this out. There's rising interest among Republicans. Intensity and anger can drive turnout. Democrats sought to use their convention last week to unify voters who dislike Trump. But Trump has also boosted Republican intensity. This week's convention has the potential to raise it further. Listen to this, folks. Interest in the election has risen amongst Republicans in the past month and now matches Democratic interest. Some 85% of Republicans rate themselves as highly interested in the election compared with only 83% of Democrats. I thought the Democrats had all the passion and fire on their side. Maybe you've been misled again. 
One last one. There's some up for grabs voters out there. You've heard from the media. They're definitely leaning towards the Democrats, right? You're up for grabs. Haven't decided yet. And not so much. Check out this last takeaway. Quote, Wall Street Journal. Up for grabs voters lean Democrat? No, Republican. The Journal NBC News survey in July looked at voters who haven't ruled out either candidate. And they're in play. These in-play voters as a group have characteristics that suggest they're open to Mr. Trump and his party. Some 22% have a positive image of Mr. Trump. You may be like, wow, that's really low. Well, only 11% have a positive image of Mr. Biden, the July poll found. Come back to me again for the standard. Damn. I'm only bringing this up. I'm not into predictions game because as I said to you last week, and I'll say again, predictions can only hurt you. If I predict he's going to win, you'll be like, ah, maybe I don't need to stay home and vote. You do. If I predict he's going to lose, you'll get depressed and think, well, maybe he's going to lose. I'm going to stay home anyway. Here's the bottom line. This thing is up in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a jump ball. You're going to jump to get that ball or what? You got to show up and vote and you got to get 10 people to do it with you. Game time's over. Game's on right now. No more pregame episodes. The game is on right now. Inside joke. Explain to you an adult version of the show another day. This game time is on. Sometimes there's a post game. This isn't post game. The game's on right now. Right now. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. A couple more stories, of course. I had to leave on the table. Monday, loaded show, as always. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate your support. The show has been rocking. We're, we're doing more downloads in a month now than we did in two years when we first started. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.